for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host and the human leader of the android underground, Matt Lee. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Wednesday, May 9th, 2012, episode 34 of Attack of the Androids. AttackoftheAndroids.com. Every week, we uh, join here together to discuss the Android news, reviews, hardware, stuff like that. Uh, Joining me tonight, Seth Herringer. What's up, man? Hey, hey, Matt. Good to see you. And Ant Pruitt. What's up, man? What's happening, gentlemen? Just us three tonight for now. We're doing this live, first time live, using Google Hangouts on air. If you go to attackoftheandroids.com slash live, you can watch it. And I'm sure it'll be up there uh, after when we're done. It'll be on YouTube, and you can continue to watch it uh, on there. So, Hello, world. Pretty awesome. <laughs> Isn't that cool? This is pretty slick tech, I, I got to say. Uh, some people, I was testing it out yesterday, and they were mentioning they couldn't join it. Uh, on Ice Cream Sandwich or on the iOS, I think. He was on iPad. And apparently it's not supported. Hangouts on air are not supported by uh, tablets or phones. So I, hmm. I would imagine they're working on that. But as of right now, uh, no dice. Uh, make sure you guys are subscribed to the show on iTunes, of course. Follow the Twitter and, and Facebook and all the social. Uh, we'll start things off as we do with the phone of the moment. Seth, what does it have to be this week? Well, I mean, it, it for sure has to be the Galaxy S3, right? But it, it has to somewhat, be. Yeah, it's got to be. But it is somewhat disappointing because, you know, as we all know, I've been looking forward to this phone for a long time. I was thinking this would be my next phone, or it was going to be my next phone. I don't know now. But, uh, you know, I, I'm right in the market for a phone, so I'm like their target customer. Uh, and it was, frankly, pretty disappointing. Um I mean, let's just get to the meat of it, right? Let's just jump right in. I mean, the most disappointing part was basically the screen was still pentile, right? I mean, that's... Is that still mistake. bugging you? You're not used yes. to it from the Nexus, from the Genex? Oh, dude. I mean, I like... That's that's the part of the problem, right? It's got the same screen as the Nexus. Now it's just 4.8 inches instead of 4.65. I mean, so that's one of the problems. Did um, they increase the resolution any? Or is it nope. still the same? No, so it's, it's same basically... Yeah, so the subpixels are... I actually have an Excel spreadsheet I could pull up. But say, anyway, the subpixels are down. And but so it's basically it's the, the Samsung Galaxy Nexus with a quad-core Exynos. It's got the Exynos in it. Yeah. Which you should which is be. Actually, that's that's cool. actually a really impressive chip. It right. looks like it is right now. It's good so, battery, supposedly. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, we really can't know any of that stuff until... Well, yeah. Yeah, until but that's we have what hands on with it. that's what they're it, touting is that the Exynos is better battery consumption, fast. It's you know, yeah. But you you never know until it, people use it, right? So I mean, okay. So the first thing is the pentile screen, which I'm upset about. So it's the same screen as the Galaxy Nexus, which is which is a nice screen. I understand that. I'm not I'm not saying this is like a junk screen. This is this is probably the second best screen on the market. So it's not like it's nothing. But they look great till you get a nice scratch in them. <laughs> well, this actually has Gorilla Glass on it now. I thought this did too, but apparently not. I have like no, the deepest gash in it, on it, and I don't even know where it came from. Like, I, yeah, I no. honestly, I didn't drop it. It just, <laughs> it showed up one day. It's the weirdest thing, but it's deep. well, you know, it's interesting. I mean, I feel like each of those those Galaxy Nexus are different because like my wife has hers and doesn't have a, doesn't have any cover on it or anything, and it still held up really nicely. And this is the she second one I've had. Day. My first one did this too. Not as yeah. bad, but yeah, like there's one it's scratch really in there that you can feel. Yeah, it's not as good as the gal- as the Gorilla Glass, that's for sure. Yeah, my Droid X doesn't have any scratch on it, and it's like a year and a half older than this. It's crazy, like this yeah. holding them side by side. But yeah. So what else so, on that phone? Okay, so the screen. Okay, so let's talk. Let's go. About the camera is the same, like sensor and optics as on the Galaxy S2. So that's disappointing, right? At this point, in a year, more than a year afterwards. Well, I guess it's, about a, it's a little bit more than a year after the release of the Galaxy S2. They come out with the exact same sensor and processor. and Well, not pro, maybe the processing is different, but sensor and optics. So that was disappointing, right? We should be, we should be seeing an increase in their camera quality. So, 
Um, At least incremental, right? Well, the One X, didn't everyone say in the HTC One X right now has the best camera available? Do you you believe that, Seth? Yeah, we haven't seen what this one... Yeah, the One X has a really good camera on it. Uh, I mean, the iPhone 4S is still the best camera available. Um, But the One X has a good one. But I think the camera brings me to, like, my larger point with Samsung and what they're doing right now is that... And you can see, I linked, I posted a, a... I tweeted about, like, an article. I forget who it was, but you can look at my Twitter feed. Um, where Samsung CEO was like, listen, we've got to move away from just hardware and move to software also. No, you don't. <laughs> listen, yeah, Samsung exactly. CEO, no, you don't. You need yeah, to leave no. the software alone no, and focus I, on making my phone not scratch when I put it in my I pocket. Know. I, I mean, they better I mean, not do that because that's what Apple does. And next thing you know, Apple's going to start suing them for that. Hey, you're well, us again. Yeah, Here so we this go. is the thing, right, is I feel like Samsung has all they can see in this world is Apple. That's like the only thing they understand is like how to, I mean, I love, I mean. Apple got I'm in their head, right? I know, Apple I'm obviously a Samsung fan, right? Like, I love the Nexus. It was like, it was the perfect phone, one of the perfect, it was a great phone for its time other than the camera, right? If they put the Galaxy S2 camera on the Nexus, it would have been like the perfect phone for its time. Um, but, but so I like I'm a fan of Samsung, but they've got so much Apple in their focus that they can't look past the idea of like, oh, we also need to be like Apple and now control the software on our phones, right? So we need to like people want to be human. They want to have this human, you know, built for humans is what the new. So what you're telling was. me is that you're mad because the phone was built for humans and you're not a human, <laughs> and that pisses you no, off. No, I'm mad because. No. <laughs> Samsung lost focus of its right. role as a hardware manufacturer right. and decided they wanted to be Apple and start getting into the software manufacturing. Well, listen, are they doing that with their TVs? Are they doing that with anything else they make that's, you know, hardware? Uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems... I'm, not a, I'm not a Samsung TV expert by any means. So, but what, I mean, but what makes me mad is that, like, so for instance, on, like, camera, right? They put all of their work, like, all of their money. It seems like everything that's changed in one year has been software. They've done nothing, zero change in hardware, and they've only changed software, which means that, you know, I mean, think of all the, if the, if you're sitting down, okay, what are we going to put in the Galaxy S3, right? Where are we going to invest our money of, of, of R&D? And the Galaxy S3 has now come out, and they have done nothing in hardware. All they did was software for the camera. Which means, you know, what could have they done? If they well, put and the Exynos money in hardware. And the no, Exynos I'm talking trip. for the camera particularly. Oh, just okay. Yeah, just for the camera particularly. And so, what they've done all the software stuff, like you know, some of it's semi-interesting. Some of it just seems stupid to me. Um, like the Siri thing, I have no interest in that really. I mean, Google already does most of that uh, natively. Most of the interesting stuff, or the stuff that's really, you know, you can text, you can email, you can call, you can do all the, inter- you know, you can Google search. I don't, you maybe can't schedule appointments with your thing, but like other than scheduling an appointment, what do you need to do with your voice? Like for instance, they demonstrated the dumbest feature I've ever seen in my life on a but phone. But that's not their place. That's third-party app developers' place. Yeah, that's exactly. what they should be doing. And, and there so, are like, there are apps that do that. It, and that's not the phone manufacturer's job, yeah, I don't think, to make yeah, exactly. the voice. Exactly. So search. for instance, they have this. You know, they're really proud of this one feature where they're like. <gasps> open camera and they're speaking to their phone they're like so, take me to my camera app that's and so then it, like, gimmicky it, like, takes like three seconds to like send that voice signal up to the cloud yeah no to come that's back down the worst. to analyze it to open up their camera app when why don't you just have like a hardware camera button right make like a double tent because <laughs> we, bu- we don't What's want that? buttons we don't want because we don't want buttons no, but on the side, that's a different kind of button. I'm I actually, I actually think we should have camera. I buttons. like camera buttons on the side for taking. Yeah, exactly. Pictures. Yeah, exactly Me what too. you're doing. Me yeah, too. have a double detent or like you know, uh, uh, you know, where you can press it halfway to fo- to lock and focus yep. and exposure. Have a double detent. That's camera what was on the side awesome about the and droid. And get X. rid of this stupid voice control crap. We don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have to spending agree. Spending your research and development money on that. The only voice control we want is when I'm talking to it and it's texting what i'm tight ty- when i'm saying you know the voice and Google already does that exactly natively. exactly android already right. does that and if and you so, say that it doesn't work good you're probably not using personalized recognition and you should go into your google account and turn that on because google needs to know more about you so samsung has spent all this money on all these software features that no one cares about or maybe one or two people will care about like so the, the only thing that actually struck me as relatively interesting was this idea of facial recognition in the pictures where if you take a picture of like three people and you look at it, then it'll pop up their, you, you press on their face 
and like it'll instantly or really quickly send them like that, like, that picture. Stuff does which that, makes right? Sense to me. Yeah, I guess, but doesn't as in their apps that do that, right? Picasso yeah, or there does should that. Be apps Google that do that, right? Photo does that. Why does Samsung think it's their job to have to do all this hard work? Because they're looking at Apple, like you said, exactly. and they're they're copying their game plan. Which yeah, exactly. Is that or then, the path for an Android manufacturer? No. That seems... and, then and TouchWiz is bad again. Ugh. It looks stupid. I mean, it's not terrible, but it doesn't look great. Is it it's better like ice cream sandwich? HTC's. Uh... No, I'd rather have Sense. Sense looks better. But that's what I'm saying. Like, is the new TouchWiz? Is it better? Like the new Sense is better. But oh not... yeah, it's a little bit less okay. dumb, but still less pretty dumb. Heavy. Yeah, is that what least... we as a consumer are settling for nowadays as well? It's a little less dumb, I guess, so that's yeah. good, right? Yeah, right. So there's all these like nature sounds and it's like you oh, know one of the one of the other themes. Special. So one of the themes was definitely the software they added. The other theme of the of the like press conference or whatever they had was like the back to nature. So everything is supposed to sound like a water droplet. You touch the screen, you're like pressing your finger in water. There's like leaves and nature, and even it was really funny. You know, is that they, Windows XP. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but here's the funny part, Ant. It was like during the Samsung conference, the woman who was announcing the nature stuff was like ashamed of it. It was Are hilarious. You serious? Yeah, she was like, oh, like man. she did a she did an, a like a sound example of like a water droplet, and she was like, oh, some may say that's kind of weird, huh? <laughs> and we're like, yes, it's really weird. That's why terrible. Why are you demonstrating this? And why are you ashamed of your own product? Yeah, She's like, shoot, right? <laughs> yeah. She was like, somebody called that odd. And we're like, yes, that is very odd. Why is <laughs> and so, this? Somebody's going to lose their job after this. <laughs> I know. And then here's the other thing. So one of the, this is hilarious. One of the other software features was this camera, like, best shot feature. So you hold down the button, it'll take, like, six photos in a row, and then it picks the best shot, you know? Okay. But they don't tell you how it picks that, right? It and just so the randomly. the first thought in your head is, how does it choose that? And then the funny thing was is she was thinking the same thing in her head on stage. So when the guy was like, oh, here, this is the – so she demonstrated. Like, she smiled and took a picture of her. And then the helpful was like, oh, this is the best shot. And she was like, is that really the best shot? <laughs> no way. And he was like, yes. <laughs> oh, my That's God. terrible. Like, if you say so. And then you were like, yeah, how do you know it's the best shot? And so, like – even Samsung's own executive is like, what are we doing oh, in the software? Because it's dumb. He should have got up there and, and was like, <laughs> we, we send it to the cloud where we have a, a group of no less than five human individuals who look at your pictures and they all vote on the best yeah. one. And then it gets sent back down. Like, that wouldn't be creepy at all, right? That's cool. No, exactly. Oh, speaking of creepy, this is, this is like a like. You guys, it really, if anyone's listening, it is so worth to go watch the video of this Samsung press conference because it is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Like, there are all these, like, <clears throat> postmodern, like, aesthetically odd videos that make no sense where, like, they like, here's the quad-core processor, and it shows, like, four industrial fans running. Nuh-uh. Are like, you serious? Yeah, like, an analogy for their quad-core <laughs> processor is four industrial fans. You're like, what? And then, like, because and then it, it gets says hot, like, and you have to cool like, it. It with, says things like it, it sees what you see, it hears what you hear, hear, which is it knows not what creepy. you know. It reads your thoughts, and then it's like it knows when you go to sleep. It waits till you go to sleep, and then what? It's like, Wait, and it knows when you go. To sleep. What does it do after we're asleep? Hold yeah, on. It's like this like thing that like tracks you and stalks you. It was the creepiest. It probes oh, your God, innermost so thoughts no, while you're asleep. It is totally worth watching it, just because it is the oddest. Can it we play it? Is it on YouTube? Well, it was on the Samsung website. Go to the next Galaxy. No, the next, the next. Yeah, the next Galaxy. I think is the website. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't. I didn't put clips up of it, but it really was. It really was the hilarious thing. Um, is this it? Here, let's see if we can. Can we do? Here we this? go. No, this is this is what I said. It says. Okay. Uh, I just quoted one of the odd one of the not the. I wasn't quoting this. I wrote an article about why the Samsung disappointed. That's, it was just creepy. That's too bad, you know. I mean, and then there, and then there are things like it's your best friend, and you're like, I don't want my phone to be my best friend. I thought that was my dog. Hold on. I know. <laughs> so I mean, Samsung has this idea now because of Apple again that people want this like full experience of like integrated software and hardware, and that's true. That like, people do want integrated software and hardware, but you can do that just by building your hardware around ice cream sandwich. 
or the best that Google is currently offering, right? You don't do need you... to put all this junk on it. You don't need to offer all these other things. Let app designers do that. Samsung, put your money and your R&D in making better hardware because we saw this time the difference between the Samsung, they've come out with all this new software, right? But they made no significant hardware developments other than the processor. That's the only thing that they changed, basically. Everything else has gotten either worse or stayed the same. That's too bad. Yeah, it's really upsetting. So, like the, so let's go back to the hardware. So the screen is, it's still a nice screen, but it's not it's not the One X by any means, right? Um, so like the One X screen is definitely the best screen available today. We were all hoping that this would come out with a non Pentel 720p screen. They didn't do it. It's the same screen as the Nexus. So the One X is a better screen by quite a bit of ways. Um, I feel like that's really personal preference, depending on how your eyes are individually. I th- I really think some people don't no. mind it. I don't mind it at all. Oh, the only thing I like really noticed the Pentel. No, it, no, no. Exactly. But here's what I'm saying. I agree that the Galaxy Nexus has a great screen, but it app, could right? be better. Yeah, I would say it's the second best screen on the market. It could other be retinal. Than behind the iPhone 4s and the Android. In the Android, actually, I like it better than the Android 4s because the Android 4s is so small. Right, like it's beautiful, but it's basically pointless to me. So I don't like the iPhone screen because it's tiny. So I think the Nexus has probably the second best looking screen on the market, and I'm guessing the Galaxy S3 will have the second best. So that's still a great screen. I love it. Uh, it's much better than my Droid Incredible I've got, but it's not the One X. Screen. Um, you know what I mean? So I would this have liked is... to have seen it gotten better. Looking at the wiki for the S3, which is just you know a, a quick rundown of specs, it does really ring. It reminds me of of the Galaxy Nexus. I mean, well, and so, but it's not even as, it's not even as nice as the Galaxy. In my opinion, the Galaxy Nexus doesn't have physical buttons, so better, right? It does. It is a it, pretty. I actually like the design of it quite a bit better than. Yeah. Uh, um, you know what? Then, Af- what? Having having the Droid X and putting it in your pocket after having this phone, like that slight curve. If if you guys see on the thing here, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not curved that much, but if you put it in your pocket this way, it completely forms to your leg. Like it's the weirdest thing. And then no, if you I... the Droid X is like a brick compared to this, it, it's yeah. so weird what a tiny bit of curve can do for that kind of of thing. So I mean, like the Galaxy Nexus wasn't a major redesign, but it was a really nice redesign. And the Galaxy S3 is basically just like a conglomeration of the it's original like the Galaxy, four... the Galaxy S2, the Nexus. It's just like this weird... I mean, the, the only nice thing about it is the bezel has continued to stay really small or shrunk even Seth, more than the Nexus. it's the iPhone 4S of Samsung. Yeah, yeah right, exactly. And maybe so, that's, I mean... again, like we said with the, the other phones, that's our fault or us as the, the journalistic overall for hyping it up to be something that... Because, well, I don't know, did they tease that it was going to be this no. new... Here's what I think it is, Matt. It's that it's that we all came to expect. Samsung has impressed us with the last two phones, right. major phones. Okay. Right? The Galaxy S2 was basically a revolutionary phone in terms of, of um, Android. And then the Nexus was also a revolutionary phone with 720p screen, right? So the last two times, other than the camera on the Nexus again, well, they've impressed us severely... And we're all like, boy, they've had a whole year now between the Galaxy S2 and the Galaxy S3. Um, like, what what crazy things are they going to do? And the answer was software, which was a major disappointment. So it wasn't that we built it up too much. It was that Samsung made a mistake, right? It was that they put all their efforts into software, which no one cares about. I mean, in my opinion, right, all these software things they're adding, no one cares. People will root and rom to get rid of that stuff that and, and they're even, working on. Like, let's even talk about someone not... Android, like us, right? Like Android geeks or whatever. Uh, I mean, you know, if you pull it in and you see, like, a, a beautiful screen on the One X versus the Nexus, or if you, like, if they had, like, a really great-looking, um, if they had great-looking hardware, or if they had better manufacturing materials, not this, like, cheap plasticky stuff, if they had maybe done that ceramic or liquid metal or something, that would pull <laughs> That's in the buyers. That's the S4. No, I know, but there was also rumors about this in this next, I mean, on the Galaxy. So if they had done something interesting like I that. I think we made that up, actually. No, no, no. I had heard it elsewhere. People okay. were thinking it was something like that. It wasn't actually liquid metal, but it was something like it. Sure. Um, that would pull in buyers far more than like, oh, you can touch your face and it'll send a picture. Or, or again, you can say, open up camera and it'll open up your camera app. Dumb. Or, again, like, so if you hold the camera in portrait mode and then you press the screen and flip it to landscape mode, it'll turn the camera on, right? No one cares about that. Oh, my gosh. That's a feature? Yeah, that's a feature that they were all impressed with. And you're like, no one cares. Just put on the devil de camera button. Well, listen. Like a dedicated camera button. 
and that will solve all of your problems from all these dumb software things. It right? sounds like, and not to spend too much more time on this, but it sounds like everything that they've hyped has been complete gimmick. So there's maybe some, hey, Joey, we're just talking about uh, how much I hate the Galaxy S3. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, there's a flash. Um, How's it going, Joey? Welcome. Hey, good evening. And, and, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize for my tardiness. We are having a, uh, a family pet situation. Ah, mm. uh, wait, who, uh, Joey, who let the dogs out? <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. Uh, too easy. Uh, too easy, I know, low-hanging fruit. That's my so, job. I, I mean, I will, well, I'll wrap this up here, because I've been ranting for about half, for about 20 minutes now. Oh, I, am, just that... I am thoroughly enjoying this, Seth, actually. Yeah, it's, it's been great. <laughs> so, here's the other thing, Here's right? why I mean, you should put, never buy this phone. Cause they, put, they put TouchWiz on it, again, which is a terrible skin. Like, why do Which you is, feel the need to invest money in touch with? I do not understand. Because like that, I said in my article. I know why. It, there's one reason. And it gives what? them the perfect excuse not to push updates in a timely fashion. Yeah, exactly. We have to test yeah, it with all of our BS code. And so, like, here's what I said in my article. I was like. differentiation in the market. Right. And we've. Technical we've, reason for it. It's marketing. We've established yeah. the fact that skins are pure marketing gimmick. No, it's but they dif- should be differentiating on hardware. Exactly. That's my point. But they're not. If they made a better hardware phone, people would buy that with sock ice cream sandwich. And Here's you know what, what I said in my article if- again. I was like, listen, Samsung, you don't have Matias Duarte, who was the guy who created like Palm OS, who's doing ice cream sandwich. You have bad designers based on TouchWiz. Fire them all and hire more hardware manufacturing guys. They're like, you know we, I mean? we can't fire them because they're dating the CEO's son or yeah. something. I mean, you're like, let Matias Duarte do his job at Google. Let them do the software. You do the hardware, right? Like, that's one of the strengths of, of, of I mean, like, some say it's a weakness that you split it up, but it could be a strength of Google, right? That, oh, listen, you Absolutely. guys specialize in software. We'll specialize in hardware. We'll both do our jobs really well. And yep. We'll make a great product together. Um Anyway, so and here's let me just two more things. The last thing is the battery, right? Why? I mean, they're putting a 2100 hour milliamp battery in it, which is big. But why can't they put something like the Ray Droid, the Razer, the Droid Razer's Max is the battery in it, is right? That, the 3300 milliamp hour. Is the 2100 milliamp is what we had to buy for our extended battery for the Galaxy Nexus, right? That was a 21 or was that I an 18? Think so. 2150, I think that was. I don't want to take know. my cover off because I feel like it's gonna break. <laughs> so. <laughs> So, I mean, like, they should, you know, why not invest some money, take out all the software engineers, fire them all, hire some battery people, hire some more screen people, hire some more, like, ceramics or, you know, like, case material people, or inv- or take, you know, if, if, if you're worried about margins, fire all those software people and invest money into screen material. How much money material. would they save if they did that? And don't they have deals with Corning? Like, why are they worried about that? I thought them and Corning oh, were, right. like, best friends. Well, for those of you at Samsung that are looking for more ideas and product development, Seth's hair at <laughs> gmail.com. This is how not to run your business like HP into the ground. Well, <laughs> and then the really frustrating part was when the CEO basically said, I could pull up the article. Like I said, I tweeted it a couple days back. Right. Um, he was basically like, oh, yeah, we need to do more hard software. Like, we're focusing, we're refocusing on hard, on software, he says. And I was like, okay, you're killing Samsung. I, I was like, you're... Why would you want to refocus on software? You want to differentiate yourself as far from software as possible. Yeah, exactly. You would think. Yeah. Well, heck, if you want to focus on software, WebOS is going to be open source. Why yeah. Don't you throw a few people oh. developing at that. You know, didn't they have a chance to buy that company like back yeah, when they said they, they were, weren't going to they and they came out was it, and they, is it Bata? they specifically Something said like we are not looking at buying them because no, samsung's trying to develop their own in-house stuff right. and it's actually pretty popular in japan or something or korea or wherever um yeah, i think it's Bata. What, they can all touch with themselves right into a stock <laughs> there you go <laughs> and on that I note one last thing matt oh okay this is my last thing i promise okay is i just want to i want to just put one caveat a caveat in um for as much as I hate on this phone, I only hate on it because I had I had really high expectations for it, and I like Samsung as a company. I like what they do in general. You're hating um, on it because you're like me, and we can only get phones on Verizon, and this is not a CDMA yeah. device. And so here's the other deal. That's and why this is you're actually mad. a good transition. Maybe we can transition into the um, 
the uh, Droid Incredible 4G LTE next. Okay. But I actually still may buy this phone as much as I'm going to hate it because there's nothing else. I can't see anything else coming down there the pipeline. There it is, folks. Come on, man. There it is. Don't be a sheep. There well, it what is. What am I supposed to buy? <laughs> Let's start up the line for a product that we all hate. But what oh am I supposed God. to? But here's There's the deal. Coming in the pipeline. Hey, why don't you just go buy an iPhone? I, I want LTE. Sheep talks. I yeah. want LTE. I want no, no. I want LTE. I want a great camera. I want a great screen. Not, not that's not all available right now, right? I don't want to wait eight more months to get LTE. Seth, so obviously can... there'll be a great, there'll be another great phone in November, right? The question is, do I want to wait till November? Steve Jobs tell you what you want to do with your device while you're there. <laughs> Wait, no, hold on. Why are you guys calling me a sheep? I'm confused. Nah. You, 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 you're just ranting on this product. For 20 minutes. For 20 minutes. Well, I'm still going to go And he says, no, I said, <laughs> if HTC nah. had brought the 1X to Verizon, I would have bought that. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay. Right. No, they would have. And if I didn't have a buy it anyway. And if I didn't have <laughs> if I didn't have a two year contract, I'd have a Samsung Note right well, what now. What else am I okay. supposed to buy? Give me you're throw out other options. You're supposed to wait. You're, you're supposed wait. to take Next, your girlfriend's Android Seth's hair product reviews. No, uh, this oh hairspray God. doesn't work. It sucks. <laughs> buy it anyway. Buy it anyway because no, I'm selling out. I I may wait. But you should I hate, probably. I hate Verizon's 3G is so bad. I, I You're gotta in drink LA. that one, Seth. I, gotta drink I can't believe I've actually got him turning red. It's amazing. No, but you know what? 3G is so bad. It's... I need an L. If any of you listeners have an LTE phone, you can send me on Verizon. You know, I will use that until I can. Seth? <laughs> until Seth, I can. What? My LG uh, Optimus. Or was it Revolution? LG Revolutions. Is that, LTE. Joey? is that LTE on Verizon? Yes, it is. What do you yes, have right now? Is hold that on. Use full time. Hold on. That's what I got right here. Oh yeah, I want. I need a. I need a LTE phone. Okay, hold Anyways. on. Hold on. Shh, Joey, <laughs> stop eating during the podcast. Seth, oh. I have an LTE phone here that I don't have LTE where I live, so I'll trade you. <laughs> I have the same problem actually. I don't have it up here either. Trade yeah. me what? My, you want my Droid Incredible? No, you don't want. No, that. <laughs> my that ex has no. that. Thanks. No, I have I have a Droid X that's just 3G for our 3G network here. No, I know, but it is terrible. Like, and like I think I and I told you this every time I would pull out the gun, if I bought it the X3 out of my pocket, the only thing I would think about was how upset I was with it. I mean, I'd, be like, I'd only see its flaws. I'd be like, I hate this screen. I hate this body. I hate this style. I feel I really bad for your girlfriend, Man, Seth. I swear, I think we got a John C. Dvorak in the making right here. I know, right? <laughs> Seth, oh, tonight on the Seth, Seth C. Hair Show. Huh? Oh, All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys talk for a while. Okay, but I oh, agree be because refreshing. I just took the back off of my Galaxy Nexus, and this tab here is broken, so... I was, that's what I was waiting for. Thanks, Samsung. <laughs> All right, so Seth, sorry to cut you down, buddy. Uh, I just kind of had to. So that no, was no, the... no, I deserve it. I deserve <laughs> that. So that hey, was Matt. That was. Hey, the... Let's talk about. Let's talk about the alternative, the Droid Incredible Four. Okay, that was the phone of the LTE. moment. So if you guys want that, or you can get this on Verizon. It was announced at CTIA. Yeah. Four mm-hmm. G LTE features a unique shape which is much like the original Droid Incredible, which was also a unique shape. Uh, and, yeah, it, it looks just like the Incredible. It, it like, actually does. Here, I'm going to hold up my Droid Incredible for you guys. Yeah, and then here's... It actually looks exactly like this. If you guys are watching in the chat, here's a link to that. Um, yeah, it, it's it's the insides that's what's different. The Snapdragon S4 dual-core clocked at 1.2, along with a graphics processor and a gig of RAM, uh, only 8 gigs internal memory, but you can upgrade that to 32 with an SD card. Uh, 8 megapixel if, camera, LED, 1080p HD video. Uh, yeah. If this had if this had the screen of the One X, a little bit bigger screen, I would buy this. It is. It, I always kind of thought that this model, like that line, was kind of designed specifically to be smaller for either people men with smaller hands or women with normal sized hands <laughs> like that's that phone right because some right. people complain about the galaxy nexus they're like oh it's too big i can't touch the top corner one-handed you know yeah i i actually think that this will meet a good need of people who want smaller phones like this four inch 
you know, I think this will be for people who want a four inch phone. This is the phone to get. People uh, well, have I, really the everyone I know that has an incredible people that work at Verizon stores and people that I know outside of that, like they all love it. Yeah. No, I, and this is it's got a great chip in it. The S four is a really good chip. It looks good, probably right. decent. It won't actually the one of the problem is it doesn't have the same camera sensor, which is disappointing. But it does have it does have an HDMI port, NFC tech, and beats audio. Who wants the beats? No, yeah. Does so, anybody I mean, care about so that? Oh, it doesn't have image sense. That's what it is. System image chip system, which is actually kind of important. And take a lot. Of hey, Ant, do you care about Beats audio in a cell phone? No, because I'm 35 years old, and not 15 <laughs> years old. Because I'm a man. Seriously, <laughs> well, I tell you what. I tell you who wants the Beats audio. The Dr. Dre hook in is the dude I saw on the corner. He had his hat on crooked, and he was driving a Subaru. Right. But he had a subwoofer in it, and it was going boom, 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 boom. Yeah, exactly. The people going, that, oh, come on. Who are you fooling? You know, the people that, that aren't any, they're not audiophiles. They don't know something that sounds good when you put it in front of them. You know, they just see that label. I do know, though, Dr. that. Dre marketing it, and they're not all that great. I do I mean, know the that is, the, any idiot can throw bass at something and make it sound supposedly gangsta. No, well, no, no. Being you, you want something to sound no. good, you need high end frequencies. Doctor Dre, Dr. Dre like pioneered that whole thing in when he was making and producing beats. Like, there's whole layers upon layers of subsonic sounds that you your ear doesn't hear, but subconsciously you're like, oh, I like this. And I, he's he's done a lot of work in that field of like trying to make his. I mean, his beats are so expensive, like for for oh, music. Great. You, so what you're saying is he's manipulating our minds with audio. Basically, perfect. That's, that's why just I'm, what I want to do. That's why Don't some of us wrong. are so gangsta, and some Don't of us. Don't get me wrong. I, I'm a Dr. Dre fan, as far as his musical talent. Oh, love it. But that hardware, it does nothing for me. No, that hardware subsidizes his pot smoking habit and, you know, his ability to hire, you know, more of whatever he needs, really. I mean, not that he needed it. I mean, he had to have made more than enough money just, you know, from his albums and record sales. He was performing with Tupac like a month ago at Coachella. I mean, come on. Well, that's right. That's right. What's up, Coachella? You know, I mean, that's all right. All right, so you you probably if you're on Verizon and if if you have little girl hands, this is probably the phone for you, right, Seth? You saying Seth yep. has girl hands? Yes. No. <laughs> yeah. No. Exactly. I think I think that if you if you want a smaller screen, which a lot of people do, this is a great phone. Um, again, the camera does not quite as good as the One X. I just wish that HTC had brought the One X to Verizon. I'm disappointed in that. Why? Uh, I gotta say, um, and to echo Matt, Matt's comments about 4G on, was it the transformer that you were running it on when you were out in Oregon, Matt, or was it something else? When I what my LTE? Yeah, when you when you turned on your 4G, uh, was it the phone or was it the tablet? Oh no, yeah, it was my phone. It was when I was in Seattle and and I was right. using it. Okay, um, with the stock battery on this LG unit, it dies within a business day anyway. <laughs> if you turn on that 4G. I, I can only imagine what this thing would do. It would just suck it dry. Well, it you can, that. you can literally, you can literally watch the battery drain when you're uploading a YouTube video on 4G. So I so. think this is once again where our reach has exceeded our grasp in terms of battery technology. Or except, God, so. well, the, like the battery on the on the One X variant. What is the One X variant with LTE? I forget. The AT and T's version. The of One it. V. It's, it's called, Oh, the the four G or the Evo yeah. four, whatever that is. That right? one. Those are actually getting pretty <laughs> decent battery life with LTE on it. So they are finding ways to. I mean, those original those original um, generation of LTE smartphones were terrible with battery, but the newer, we're, you know, we're probably isn't, at least a year since. Isn't then. that this though? Is a lot better. Isn't no, what the we G-Nex, have the G Nex is even one is still sort of it's in between. But the newer ones are still better with the uh, S4 chip and stuff like that. They're they're getting better. But that's what I'm life. saying. Okay. Is that hardware or is that something like are they going to be able to release an update for our GeneX that's, no, that's going hardware. to all of a sudden give it better LTE battery life? No, I like, think it's newer. I think stuck. it's newer radios. Yeah, we're stuck. stuck where we're at with these. They, they can upgrade the radio firmware and stuff, but is that I don't see how you can tweak that much more power consumption uh, right. efficiency out of just a software update. I, I don't know, though. 
Probably not. Speaking of power, um, I came across this. It was a featured product on Think Geek uh, today. The and the Andru, the Andru, A-N-D-R-U. it is a Android robot that is actually a USB port for charging your phone. That's awesome, and I want one. Yes, I think we talked about this once before. Probably, um, but if I remember right, it was a good deal more expensive, and it wasn't on Think Geek. These they've got them in stock right now for twenty four ninety nine. This thing is I I can't even tell you how wonderfully awesome this is it looks like it's about three inches tall it's a little android robot it has a little foot pedestal that you can set it on when you're not using it as a charger you pull it off the pedestal and it's got the two prongs that you stick directly in the into the electric out, outlet it looks like the robot's legs that's awesome and it has the different eyes turn different colors to indicate charging status and everything and it even comes with the usb cable uh, with the micro uh, USB end. So if you have a phone or device that's compatible with it, you can even plug it in and just charge it straight up without having to worry about it. Uh, $24.99, it's ridiculously awesome. Um, I assume it works as well as it looks. That's all I know. I hope so. All right, let's. Yeah. I wanted to talk about this real quick. I, I thought it was kind of amusing because uh, the headline is AT&T CEO blames slow ICS updates on Google. And I, I reposted this and I said, is this Verizon's excuse also? And it's, it's basically Randall Stevenson, the, the AT&T CEO, uh, he, he came out and said that Google determines what platform gets the newest releases and when. A lot of times that's a negotiated arrangement, and that's something we work at hard. We know that's important to our customers. That's kind of an ambiguous answer because I can't give you a direct answer in this setting. Like, what does that even mean? Thank you. Hey, well, let's, let's welcome Eric. Eric, what's up, man? Oh. Hey. Good evening, oh. fellas. Oh, there he what's is. What's going on? Man. Nice. Good to have you. Well, you. Eric, you missed my rant on the S3. Thank you, sir. Why you should buy the S3 by Seth. <laughs> no, why not to buy the S3? And then, and he then said, the declaration that he's going to buy it anyway. Exactly. That's the, <laughs> that's the best part about the whole thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, by the way, speaking of... What was that? Oh, no, oh. no, Joey. We have to finish this, and your audio is yeah. fading in and out terribly. Uh, so... The way uh, Android updates work, Google posts the source code, the open source code for the new version of the OS on their developer website. Then the manufacturers update their phones or don't, whichever the case may be. Then the carriers push out the updates or they don't. uh, And they say here the delicate relationship between device manufacturers and carriers in the U.S. where cellular providers often insist on custom apps, software, locks, blocks and visual elements can make the update process a maddeningly slow experience. So Mr. Stevenson, I ask you <laughs> again, where are the updates? Well, and Matt, in addition it's been interesting that I mean the same problem has been showing up with rooting these things, right? Like wasn't HTC that just came out and said AT&T won't let them not root? The One X on there, whatever that one is again on there. Yeah, on they they came out and said that the, there were certain ones that weren't going to qualify for their uh, open unlock bootloader yeah. program. And don't you because think, of the carrier? You, and don't you think these are related issues? I mean, doesn't that seem right to you? It is right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Differentiate differentiate yourself by doing updates. How about that? <laughs> like yeah. you'd be the only <laughs> one doing it. Yeah, I mean, so AT&T wants to put their stuff on it, right? Um, why not just let the manufacturers and stuff, let them root, let them update. Uh, it's just like everyone wants to have a piece of the pie, right? That's the main problem with it. Phones. Pretty much, right? Yeah, so, you know, HTC wants to have all their stuff on it. Apple wants to have all their stuff on it. <clears throat> and by the time it gets to us consumers, it's like so bloated that we don't even know what to do with it. Yeah. Okay, so uh, speaking of hardware, um, did you get, Matt, and I'm asking, your Transformer Prime GPS add-on kit thing? No. No, I did not. Is it supposed to be coming? No, I did not go sign up for it because it is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. 
And I, oh, can you I, elaborate? I refuse. Okay, so the Transformer Prime here, if you guys are watching, this thing right here, metal back. I, apparently, GPS signal doesn't travel so hotly through a, a metal back. Oh, okay. But uh, it's a tablet. Like, isn't GPS really for your... F- I don't see having this in my truck and, like, y- navigating with it. Like, I never use the GPS on it. And when I do, but it what works about fine. Somebody that you- Wait a minute. Somebody in your field... Possibly would, Matt. I mean, you look Use at your phone. Uh, Why couriers are you... and whatnot. Yeah, know? and I get it. If, if I had a mount for it, maybe, but it just seems more... Maybe because I'm used to using my phone for that and not my tablet, it just seems too big and bulky to have in a vehicle unless it's mounted somewhere. But yeah. like I said, like my I GPS said... worked fine on this, so I don't know. And the dongle plugs into here. And you guys okay. see here, this port yeah. is completely broken. This thing here, the bezel, like it cracked somehow. Oh, that's I don't huge. know. It's yeah, it's all lame. But anyway, the dongle plugs into that, so you can either charge your tablet or you can use your GPS dongle. So it, it's a terrible fix, and I refuse to get it. So okay, no. well, my coworker that has one got his today, so I tell you what, I'll let you know what he thinks uh, uh, next week if I get a chance to talk to him about it, if he's even used it. Um, but major disadvantage, he has the keyboard dock, and you can't use both at exactly. the same time. You can't use both of anything at the same time that uses that port, and that was a That's stupid same. thing for them to do to, to fix that problem. So, a whale... Oh, well, I like one of the comments here going back to the uh, Mr. Uh, Randall Stevenson comments about the, the updates. The true fam says, I would be concerned about this guy if I was an AT&T stockholder. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I would be, too. Uh, Google updates Nexus devices. I call BS. I have the Verizon Nexus, as do I, as do you, Seth. Are you still on 4.02? Because I am as well. I haven't looked, but I do know that some people are getting 4.04. Are they? I would love yeah. that. And I, I'm still annoyed that every time I use Wi-Fi for more than an hour and I turn Wi-Fi off, I have to reboot the phone to get 3G back. But whatever. So, uh, Deutsche Telekom, Metro PCS deal for T-Mobile. Are they going to save T-Mobile? Is this, is this what T-Mobile's been praying for? That that actually seems like a really interesting and good for the consumer match. I think that would bring another real player to the market um, if you combine T-Mobile and and I think that would be a great I think that'd be a great fit. Metro PCS T-Mobile. I guess I don't know I don't know where Metro PCS's spectrum lies. Uh, T-Mo is um, their G their GSM. I know that. So I I, I mean it, hopefully they're compatible stuff, but um, it may give. It may give T-Mobile enough money to to keep working on their LTE de- deployment. Um, Will that save so, them though? Is is that enough? I, I feel like T-Mobile's well, almost borderline past the point of of saving. I don't think so. I think people still like T-Mobile. It's sort of the underdog. They sort of got cheap plans. They I get interesting. The they get interesting saving. phones. What's that, Ann? I think that's what I think that's what saving T-Mobile is. Fortunately, they're still cheap. Ah. Um, almost the same way with Sprint on the CDMA side. You know. It could be. Yeah. So uh, I think it's interesting. I think it probably would be good for consumers to have one more major player in the market. Uh, and so rather than letting two little companies sort of die out, let them join forces and become like another major force. I think that's a great – I think that would be good. But we'll see. But the AT&T bid was definitely just squashed, right? Yeah, totally squashed. Because what? They were afraid of monopolies or what? Monopoly, I believe, is what it was. And they said that if they would have allowed the merger to go through, it would have been detrimental more to the customer than than allowing them to just limp along, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, There's I think it would have been a, a duopoly at that point. I mean, they were basically afraid of it being Verizon and AT&T. And with the, you know, I don't know, I would, I would be afraid of a lot of... Uh, you know, the high possibility of collusion between the two of them. Right. You um, have your CDMA you know, monopoly like and then your GSM monopoly. And if they get together. Yeah. And absolutely. So go ahead. 
No, that that was it. I'm okay. I mean, I I wouldn't want to live in an AT and T Verizon only world. No, me neither. But, uh, me neither. Hey, Eric, have you been following more of the trial? Do you want to give us a quick update on where all of that stands? I don't want to spend too much time on it before we wrap this up, but uh, just a quick update. Sure. Yeah, and and forgive me because I'm about ten minutes from having woken up. So I know we like dragged you out of bed. That's awesome. So um, we we received a partial verdict from the from the jury on the patent uh, on the patent phase of the Oracle versus Google. Um, basically, what they said they they agreed with the they 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 had a list of questions. Um, you know, one of the questions being, you know, I think can APIs uh, be copywritten? Um, the judge told them to uh, assume yes, so they said yes. Like, did did Google, you know, infringe on copywritten APIs? Um, then the other question, which they could not decide on, was whether that was fair use or not. Right. Um, so that's why that's why it was only a partial verdict. Um, they did state that uh, Google did, uh, you know, that Google did infringe on copying the nine lines of code, um, but they did. They said that they did not copy, um, you know, like the the Java language files, the documentation, and they also stated that um, that Oracle and Sun's behavior and statements. Uh, did indicate to Google that they would not have needed to take a license. So even though even though it was, you know, if you're looking at it just on the face of it, it may seem like Oracle won that round because oh, you know, they they infringed on copyrights. It actually doesn't matter because um the nine lines of codes are so insignificant that they're only going to get you know, they're only going to get statutory damages for that. And the whole part about AP, APIs being, you know, able to be copywritten is still up to the judge at this point. So if the judge says no, they can't be, then you know, Oracle might only be left getting, you know, less than a million dollars or something like that in just statutory damages from the nine lines of code. Right, and like we said in the in the Oracle versus Google special we, we recorded, the, it's those lines have been taken out from ICS moving forward. So it, it it's only up to that point if they're going to complain and try and get damages or whatever. Yep. And and I, I, I don't I'm trying to remember what the explanation was, but basically the type of the type of damages they'd be getting with statutory damages are not it's not like something that's scaled. That's like, oh, you sold a million phones, or there's still a million phones out there that have the code, so we get this much. I think it's like a set amount, like between like fifteen thousand and three hundred thousand dollars, or something like that. They can get in, you know, just sort of like a one-hit damage. Right. Ant thoughts on the uh, lawsuits. My thoughts is to just get it over with, move on. Some people are saying we could be watching these for the next months, months and months, months and months and months and months. I mean, it it really bugs me when two gajillionaires are going at it, you know? Get a life, move on. It does, because, I mean, if you want to waste money, I would be more than happy to waste it for you. You don't have to give it to these lawyers. Like, come on. I would have way more fun with whatever video I would make wasting your money than this Just give me two hours. Right? (laughs) Two hours (laughs) in that credit card. I'll show you how it's done. We, we, I, I, I just uh, think the nail on the head there, up. Matt, with a with a point there where they've already removed these nine lines of code. Right. So the problem with those with those lawsuits is that by the time the lawsuit gets filed, well, the whole thing is null and void almost, or it could be. Well, here's well, the here's the thing: is that the nine lines of code aren't the only piece. They're sort of they were one well, like if, concrete piece that were being pointed to, but the bigger the bigger thing is that there's. You know, Oracle is stating that Google, you know, copied their the structure and organization of their API, which, I mean, is that's that's what you do in coding. You know, Java used a similar API to I think C originally. That's what so, I was going to ask, Eric. Doesn't this affect other languages that are object oriented? Absolutely. 
it it's it's pretty far reaching um you know i think the the example that a lot of journalists are pointing to is uh amazon's cloud services so there are a lot of um you know other other products out there i think some open source products that uh implemented their own version of the amazon s3 api so that way it could interoperate and if the judge rules that copyrights are that apis are able to be copywritten then you know, those could be infringing, then Java that, could be infringing. That just Android opens up a whole world of, oh, crap, are, are we or aren't we? And I, I also heard somewhere else that this is, even if Oracle wins, it's going to massively offset people from wanting to program on their platform anymore. Nobody's Java's going to die if they win, I think. <laughs> I, I kind of feel like I don't want to write in Java anymore. Is it? I, I really hope that... that you know, at some point in the near future, regardless that uh, maybe Google ports their platform to something else. Not C-sharp, though. Well, not C-pound. C-pound. <laughs> C-pound. Oh, man. That's awesome. All right. Uh, anything else we uh, absolutely wanted to talk about before we moved on? We got the, the updates. We got the uh, Facebook app store. Anyone care about that? Oh jeez! Does that mean anything that they're getting into the app store, or were they already kind of there? Less. Now it's just official. No. Crickets. Okay. Sorry, Zuck. <laughs> Nobody cares. They'll care when there's a Facebook. I don't think phone. I know this story, but it it sounds sounds horrible. <laughs> well, basically, they they. You know, it's a very informed opinion, but. <laughs> <laughs> we cherish your opinion. It just says that they're launching a new app center, a place to find social, web, desktop, and mobile apps, not just Facebook apps. Uh, the app center will bring Facebook's 900 million users all the best in iOS apps, Android apps, web apps, mobile apps. We've got apps, 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 and even desktop apps. Ah! The goal is to solve the app discovery problem. I thought AppBrain and all those other markets already solved that. No? The you only guys. the only reason this might be interesting is if Facebook is developing like their own version of Android or something like that. Could you Amazon. imagine? I mean Amazon like, did like it. Like Amazon. And then they put it on the cha cha. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be brilliant. Uh I I don't think that's what's happening, but I mean, that's what Amazon did. Well, and so they say you, you, won't, you won't just find free apps there. Uh, they're introducing paid apps. The company stated it expects in-app purchases to be developers' primary money makers for the time being. However, making paid apps available through the Facebook platform is the beginning of a very interesting business opportunity, both for devs and for Facebook. And they say uh, not only will Facebook App Center apps be personalized, uh, as only Facebook can, right? And they'll also feature an iTunes app store-like focus on quality. Each app will have star ratings gathered from users, and Facebook will also be collecting data on how often users come back to the app and how long they stay on it. Those scores will combine to determine an application's overall quality. So if you Prediction. Can, uh, real quick, though, if you can write an app that fakes usage time, <laughs> like, I mean, how hard is that to put into your app? Anyway. All right, Prediction. Facebook is the next AOL. And what I mean by that is that they're going to continue to expand, making things easier and easier and getting to the point where they're bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and they've got their hands and more and more and more and more things. As a platform? As a platform and as a company. Uh. And they're going to have more and more content licensing deals and more and more things that they've got their, their, uh, their, uh, their fingers in. And eventually... What's going to happen is somebody is going to come out with something that is either better or easier or has more power, and people will abandon Facebook. It will go through some sort of a reorganization. It will be irrelevant, and then it will get bought by somebody else, and that will kill it. Like Diaspora try or is trying to do. Are they still trying? Are they still around? Yeah, they're still around. I, ha I had, like, an invite, and I signed up and set everything up, kind of, and then I never went back. Like that, was, I was like, okay, well... I think it just took too long to load for me. Like, everything you did, you had to wait for a sec, or more than a sec. But, like, it, it was to the point where I was like, you know what, I'm, I can't. I, I just, I, it's a great idea, but right now I can't. 
So just a thought. All right. Uh, any, any other pressing news before we do app picks? Anybody going once, going twice? No. All right. App picks. Uh, Seth, since you gotta get out of here. Yeah. So I got one called Quell. I don't know how to pronounce that, but it's Q U E L L. Uh, it's a game I got. Uh, I really like it. You, uh, it's ninety nine cents on the App Store or in the Play Store. Uh, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's like one of those puzzle games where you like move things around. It's it's not like it's it's good. You should try it. Go look at. There's a video of how it plays on the on the App Store so, or on the Play Store. Um, Is this another one of those things where you're gonna hate it, but you still should try it? <laughs> you're never gonna live that down, Seth. You hypocrite. Huh? Oh no. No, I hold on. I wanted to say something. I still don't think that's hypocritical to say that I don't like the phone, but it's the best there is on Verizon. Well, yeah, like I hate Verizon as a carrier, but they're the only one here, so obviously yeah. I have to use them. You know, yeah, I mean, exactly. it's, it's a love hate thing. Exactly. Like when it works, I I I I tolerate it, and when it doesn't Except work, now I feel I like it. I can't buy it. No, <laughs> you can't. It's so much grief. <laughs> You see, it's one of those things. Oh, where yes, you will. I would send <laughs> him phone calls. Opportunity to give your co-host crap. That's all I, I, I will send you texts and phone calls during the show just to watch you do this with your S3. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And you guys doing this in video just makes that so much better. Yeah. Seth, your hair in HD is just charming. By the way, I try. I know. I know. <laughs> Joey, at <app> pick. <laughs> Nice little toss action there. Uh huh. That's what I went for. Joey, app pick. App pick. Okay, this was a fast one for Turn me. Turn your freaking camera uh, back on. This is, is so aggravating. Oh, sorry. Oh, dang it. Just for the video, for the people watching this after the fact. It's just blank oh, screen right. when you talk. I, oh, wait, I unplugged it. Okay, doesn't Everybody. matter. App pick. Joey, go. All right, app pick. Okay, missile command free. Oh, love that game. Oh, yes. This is the original Missile Command by Atari. Oh, really? Uh, this is an official licensed app. It's a freebie. Um, their intent is to get you to buy the Atari's Greatest Hits app, which is ah. a, uh, a paid-for app. Uh, but you get other things with the Atari uh, Greatest Hits, which is, I believe, I believe one of them is Pac-Man. Uh Let's see. I think, anyway. Uh, yeah, Atari's Greatest Hits Pro, $199. And you get, uh, what is it? Uh, Missile Command, Pong, uh, Yari, Yars Revenge. Yars Revenge, classic Atari 2600 game, dude. I used to love that game when I was a kid. Sorry, Missile Command, Missile Command 2600, Pong, Centipede, Centipede 2600, Millipede, Millipede 2600, Basic Math, and Flag Capture. That's cool that they kept the original 2600 ports and are are letting you have the option because they those were a little different than the than the newer. But uh, so yeah, so the pro version, the buck ninety nine, um, right now on Amazon. You're if you buy this. Uh, App for one ninety nine. They're giving you a one dollar credit to spend in the Amazon MP three store. Ooh, um, FYI. So you're spending a buck ninety nine, then you get a dollar credit. Hey, that's half price uh, if you need some music. Um, but uh, the free version, you just get Missile Command. It is a really nice uh, port of Missile Command. The touch interface works very well with this sort of game. Um, it's one of those things where if you're into Missile Command or those Missile Commander-type games, this is the great granddaddy. This is the one that started them all. And if you like that sort of game, you can play this for hours. Um, By the way, uh, better on a bigger screen. So tablet folks, even if the scaling isn't quite as good, um, you definitely want to think about this one. Very cool. I like that game. That was such a great game. I had a copy of it on my old Windows phone, and it played beautifully. All right, uh, Eric, at pick. Yes. So if this has been done before, it's okay, because you should download it again. It's called Alarm Clock Extreme. Now, there's a free version, and there's a $1.99 version, and the, the difference between the two is just I, the free one's ad-supported. Um, but the, the scenario I'd like to lay out for you is, let's say that you're doing a podcast that's really early in the morning. The- what this does is you can create an alarm that says wake up for the podcast and then rather than just letting you hit snooze, 
it will make you do math problems Love in order it. to make the alarm stop going off. That's almost oh better than the one that has the puzzle on top, and when the alarm goes off, it shoots the pieces all over your room, and you have to pick them all up and put it back. That That's great. Really? Cause, uh, <laughs> that's, that's strange, because my yeah. LG, um, it makes me type the numbers in sequence to really? shut the alarm off. And I tell you what, that's dang aggravating. Six thirty in the morning. Mine, I just hit the button, but then I'm late for work sometimes. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's a purpose for that. Exactly. You know, Joey, I think if you do it on your Nook, uh, <laughs> it just crashes, and the alarm just keeps going off until you pull oh, the battery. Funny. You know what? Funny. My <laughs> the, the Nook joke. Oh, Eric, you're such a comedic genius. You guys, when I was outside, the UPS guy came and delivered. <laughs> My neighbor just got the Sony Tablet S, or the what's their new tablet? S tablet. Yeah, yeah. Is that supposed to be anything hot? Because I was going to go over there and take it. It's just sitting outside his front door right now. And, like, <laughs> leave him a little note that says UPS came, but you weren't here, even though I signed for it, but I didn't sign my name. Just say that you're reviewing it. I'm me. reviewing it. It's cool. <laughs> I'll leave him my Droid X. Like, those damn elves must have came and shrank it. But is that supposed to be a decent tablet or what? I was reading the specs on it, and it's it's not the prime, but it for for the price it seemed all right. A little nine inch. Well, I think that there's a huge low end tablet market that still hasn't been fulfilled. Um, I still think that there's a market for an under hundred dollar ta- tablet with ice cream sandwich and um, some really good hardware, uh, sacrificing things like camera and storage for RAM and CPU. Right. But, right. Yeah, we'll see. All right, uh, Ant Epic. I'm going to go with White Noise. <clears throat> Excuse me. This is a, um app for people that struggle with insomnia, such as myself. And I believe it was a buck ninety-nine, but I got it for $0.99 cents last week because a new domain's Todd Moore is the developer, and he ran a special on it last week. He developed that's Oh, wow. I didn't put that together. Yeah. That was him. He, <laughs> he's the dev on that. And... um. According to the Play Store, it says it has about 40 different ambient sounds, and I've probably gone through seven or eight of them, but it's it's really, really nice. I mean, anything from just water running, storms, the sounds of city and, and streetcars going by. I mean, all of that stuff, it's it's really, really clear, and it sort of fades in and out. And I need one that mimics the 60-hertz uh, buzz of my computer. <laughs> I think it has that. I would imagine it, has it does. brown noise. It has blue noise. I mean, just... Wait, the brown I mean, noise? Even all the way down to like a vacuum cleaner, you know? And oh, man. I didn't necessarily notice, but Todd was telling me about it as far as when babies cry. You know, you, you hold them and you go, shh. Huh. That's that's white noise. And it's soothing and calming, you know? That's it, interesting. But man, it sinks I, I love with it your so brain, far. I right? I still struggle a little bit with my insomnia, but it is very relaxing to listen to city sounds and, and, and thunderstorms. You know what yeah. the problem is? Is that you're you're on the computer up until right before you go to bed. And seriously, there was a study done that showed people that use their phones or these devices with bright screens, their computers, before they went to bed, had a much harder time getting to sleep than people who uh, had a cutoff two hours before I go to bed. No. No, none of that. You can't, you know, and and it does something. I don't know. It's weird. Okay, okay Matt. Well, Shit somebody needs to awake. change the clock and put about ten more hours in a day. There's <laughs> only twenty four. Right. I need my quality time on the computer. <laughs> That's right, and it's the universe's fault. Blame the universe. <laughs> All right, and wrap it up. My app pick this week. I got a fun little game for you called Gravity Project. And if you don't do well with movement and, like, your whole world moving and then, thing, like, you might not want to play this game. But it's it's a new take on, like, the running game where you just run and have to jump from building to building or whatever. So here's a, here's a shot of it if you guys want to see that there. Uh, you want to quit the game. No, thank you. <laughs> play. Okay. And basically you're just this guy and you run. I don't know how I'm going to be able to play this and... But you're doing loading, and you run. It's loading. Oh, All there right. you go. You're running. And so you swipe down, and ah. you blast blocks. But then you can go sideways and turn the whole room sideways, and you can jump. 
And I don't know. It's hard for you guys to see that. But, yeah, and then you run oh, into stuff and die. Yep. But it's it's a pretty fun game. And, like, the way everything moves and it's it's really fluid on the Prime. I haven't played it on my phone. I almost feel like you need a big screen for for it. But you just jump over stuff or run into stuff and, and then, yeah. So uh, check it out. It's called Gravity Project. So do you have to... Do you have to hold it like portrait style or can you also flip it and do it landscape? I think it's made portraits for portrait style only. Let me turn on. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, it, it won't rotate. So, which kind of makes oh, sense well. because you need the full length of the, to make any sense of any of this, especially once you get going. Cause like you have to jump and then hit side and scroll and it's, I don't know. You'll, when you play it, you'll see what I'm talking about. But. Sounds like a game I'd have to wear my C-bands on. Perfect score. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, that's Gravity Project, so check it out. Uh, thank you, Ant, for joining us. I appreciate the invite, we'll be on. Always. We'll be on, what, in a couple hours doing a live yet another tech show, live yats, this evening? 1.5 hours, actually. Hell yeah. Check that out, yet another tech show.com slash live. I think we're going to do it just like this. You'll have the Hangout. And then you'll have a chat room from Justin TV from my account there. And, uh, yeah, you guys can ask us questions or talk or whatever. And that'll be yet another techshow.com. Uh, Eric, thanks for waking up and joining us. I think this is my first time. It's a pleasure as always. With your six-second lag. It's beautiful. Joey, thank you. That's right. What, and- As always, it's a pleasure to be here. Appreciate the uh, the invite, even though I was late. And thank you very much, Ant, for coming on. It's always a pleasure. You're my favorite insect. Cheers. All right, guys. Uh, make sure you subscribe you to iTunes. Write us reviews. Follow us on Twitter.com slash AOTA podcast. Uh, we got a Facebook page, Google Plus page. Uh, and just socially interact with us. Email show at attacktheandroids.com. If you got any questions, comments, concerns, check out the new site. Check out the new banner. And, uh, yeah, we'll be putting some more stuff on there as I get time to, to do that. So, You're uh, doing good with those sites, man. I'm just banging them out, right? Once I find a theme I like, man, it's on. <laughs> I've like, redone all of my sites in that theme now. It's beautiful. They, yeah, it's they like look you really feed. good. I know. It loads fast, and it's, it's good on mobile. It's good on desktop. It's just an overall good theme for podcasts and for writing stuff you want people to read. So uh, check out yet another techshow.com, tagtheandroids.com, bufferoverflowshow.com, and all our other sites. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. It's Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids dot com.